Beitza Perigimel Mishnah Zion three seven. In the previous Mishnah, we had mentioned the idea of butchering meat on Yom Tov. So, therefore, the Mishnah will just digress for a moment to talking about sharpening a knife to cut meat. It says, "Ein mashchizin esasakin beYomtov." One is not permitted to sharpen a knife. That's like using a whetstone, the special knife sharpening device, um, because that is um, close to or potentially even a full-blown malacha of makaba patish, the final hammer blow. Um, I think the best way to think about this Mishnah, although there is a machlok sushonim here, is that this is a knife that could work, it's just dull. So you're improving it, um, which is in the Isra department, but that's enough. To, it looks a lot like, feels like, like fixing it, and therefore you can do it with the whetstone of a Masiya al Gabi Chaverta. What you could do is take two knives and use one knife to sharpen the other knife, um, because that's with a Shinui. It's an unusual way, not the normal way of sharpening a knife. And the truth is, the halach would apply um, if you use anything like any, you know, the countertop or some piece of, you know, clay or something to sharpen your knife, since it's not the normal way of using the formal knife sharpening device, the whetstone, whatever it is. So then it would be permitted. Since it's for preparing food and it's only, uh, at most just fixing the knife up blade as a durabanan and doing it in an unusual way. Um, the halach on this, um, it's brought down, um, that if you have a knife that needs fixing because it's dull, so then although the halach is like the Mishnah says, um, the Shachanach Paskins in Morinkane, we don't actually publicize this halacha to the, to the, um, the public. Because we're afraid people will use whetstones. Um, more than that, passing the Shulchan Aruch, that in the event that the knife actually has a real, um, like a pagam, some sort of defect, which makes that it, it can't work properly, so then to repair it would be forbidden under any circumstances, um, even like if you're using a piece of wood or something, and that's true because that really would be makapatish of the first order. So it's just the question of sharpening something that's a qualitative change from not, from a dull knife to a sharper knife that were lenient, um, if you are using a unusual method of sharpening, but again, we don't publicize that unless people use the regular conventional sharpeners, which would be usur midurabanan. Further says the Mishnah, lo yomar adam latabach. A person may not say to the butcher on yomtif, shkoli bedinar basar. Here, I'm going to give you a, you know, I would like a, a quantity of meat that's worth a dinar, you know, worth whatever it is, you know, ten dollars of meat. Aval shochet umachalkin benehem. What they could do is ask the butcher to just chop it up into pieces and then and they'll divide it up. And then after Yom Tov, they'll come back and settle the score, paying whatever they owe for the meat. Now, this Mishnah, really, the second part of the Mishnah, seems to have very little extra content from what we learned in the previous Mishnah. We're saying you can't uh, mention, you know, the value of the pieces on Yom Tov. That's this of Mecca Chomemkar, of doing commercial activity on Yom Tov, which is also Medurabanan, like we said before. Um... So the Mufarsham will ask, like, what's the Chiddush of this Mishnah? And the resolution is, this is a, there's an extra small Chiddush here, which is, even if you um, don't talk about the value of the meat for the sake of the purchase price, you're just talking about a quantity meat, you're saying, I want, you know, $10 worth of meat, because I know it goes for a dollar a pound, they want 10 pounds of the stuff, that also be forbidden, the mere mention of the value is forbidden, even though you're not talking about the sale price per se, but just talking about quantity. All that aside... There's a separate issue here because it says shkoli, which means like way out for me. And we said in the previous mission, you're not allowed to use a scale for anything, not even for holding, you know, meat above off the ground or something. So certainly you couldn't weigh out the meat. Um, so, and the halacha is, and the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that even if um, 
the butcher is not using a scale at all. He's using his hands, but he's like a professional merchant. His hands are like almost trained devices. They know exactly how much these things weigh. He can guess very accurately. Even that, for the sake of commercial activity, would be forbidden. He can't guesstimate weights with his own hands. That wouldn't apply to a regular lay person. Wouldn't even apply to a butcher in his own home. But a butcher who's got a you know a merchant who's got a, a trained hand, if you will, and who knows weights, he couldn't use that hand to weigh things for the sake of later on charging based on the weight. That would be forbidden. Um, and because of that, the question is, what would the mission mean when it says shkol, weigh for me? And we're saying it's, it's, it sounds like a person could do that on some level. There's implication, if it wouldn't be for the mention of the money. So there's another girsa going around, which is the version of the mission as we have in the Yushalmi and some Yushalmi, which instead of using the word shkol, weigh out for me, it just says mechor, sell to me. So with that version of the mission, at least, then it's clear. I'm not implicating the issue of weighing, which is never allowed. And instead, we're just saying, you know, sell to me $5 worth of meat. And the mission's chiddush is, even though you're not effecting a sale or talking about paying for it per se, but even using the mention of the dollar amount, the value for the sake of the quantity of meat is also forbidden.